Hi, I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Last year, I attended New York Fashion Week. I've attended New York Fashion Week on and off since 2018, so I thought it would be fun today to share how I have prepared for New York Fashion Week in this two-part episode series. Even though I won't be attending this year because the baby will only be a few months old, I hope that sharing these tips will help you plan a future trip to see New York Fashion Week and just give you um, a few more tools and tips that I wish I had when I attended my first Fashion Week. In this two-part episode series, we'll be chatting about how to budget for New York Fashion Week, what costs to be aware of, and how to network when you get into those shows and you're standing in line and also, and I think most importantly, how to request tickets for New York Fashion Week shows. So today we are just going to dive right in and I wanted to break down kind of the major costs of attending New York Fashion Week because in general, New York is not like a cheap city to visit. You obviously can, you know, visit New York and not attend shows and just have a great time. But New York's a very expensive American city to visit. And I think it's really important to keep that in mind if you want to attend New York Fashion Week for the first time. So last year, um, when I attended New York Fashion Week in 2022, my Seattle to New York flight round trip ticket cost was $800. That was probably the most I'd ever spent on a round trip ticket to New York. I think in the past I have been able to visit New York literally on like a $400 round trip ticket to like see my friends. But for some reason, last September, when I booked my Seattle to New York ticket, it was $800. Obviously, there's ways you can, you know, make that a little bit cheaper, right? If you decide to take a red eye in. So um, I've done that before to like pay for a cheaper flight, but it always just like messes me up the next day. And I was like, you know what? I've attended Fashion Week four times or five times now, I can't even count. But I was like, I'm not going to do the red eye. I'm just going to take a decent flight. And again, like flying from the West Coast to the East Coast, if you do take like a day flight, right, you lose a whole day. So that's something to be aware of. And if you're flying at a decent time, usually that ticket costs a little bit more. But you start to balance like, okay, like, am I going to be okay with like, losing a day or am I going to be okay losing a night of sleep? Like how will I recover? So those are things just to be aware of when you're looking at flight costs. And so if you're considering going to fashion week in September or February, I actually think February is like a, an off time to go because it's a lot colder in the city. Um, I would just like start to look at the Google flights or kayak.com and like look to see what a round trip ticket from your home city, home state to New York costs. That way you can start to budget that in. Another cost to consider in New York, again, it is not a cheap city, friends, is the cost of food. Obviously, you can eat very, you know, budget-friendly, eat cheap. You can find, you know, pizzas, hot dogs, pretzels off the street. You can also go to the grocery store if you'd like to like save money on food. Um, but there is such great food in New York. I also would not, you know, be surprised if you wanted to try like, you know, different cuisines, top restaurants, trendy spots. Um, 
for food last year, I think I budgeted anywhere between $50 to $100 a day. Um, I try to be very like mindful of food, but like one meal could easily cost you $50 if you get an entree and a drink, right? And then you also like leave a tip. Um, again, it's just the cost of the city. Like food can be very expensive, especially if you want to like try a trendy restaurant. Um, so just be like mindful for the cost of food. I think like probably the most I spend on food in a day in New York's probably anywhere from 200 to $250. And that's like, you know, going out to eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and getting a coffee. And so, yeah, just something to be aware of, right? Just just be mindful of the food costs. Another cost to consider when you are going to New York is the cost of transportation. So the easiest way and the most cost-effective way to get around the city is taking the subway system. That being said, if you come from a city that doesn't have a subway system, that's probably really intimidating. And it can take some getting used to, like figuring out which side of the platform you're standing on, understanding which trains you know travel which way um, across the island of Manhattan, right? That can be very intimidating. Um, I Seattle does not have like a very, we don't have a subway system. We have the light rail system and a bus system. But one thing that helps me when I am bopping around New York is honestly just using like Google Maps. It's actually integrated pretty well with like, which train you should be taking where. And it tells you like which station, you know, to enter, um, what train, if it's the F train or the A train to get on. Um, So the subway is the most cost-effective way to get around. But if you are very intimidated by that, you have to budget in the ride share costs. So Uber, Lyft, taxis, right? And that just costs, you know, it can can vary depending on, um, you know, how busy it is. Um, And also, I think one thing to also be mindful of is like the cost of your time because New York is a very busy city and there is traffic that goes through Manhattan. Like sometimes like you may call a ride share and you might be stuck in traffic for 30 minutes. It's just like something to be aware of. Um, So personally, I always take a ride share to and from the airport because you, I always fly into JFK. I probably should fly into Newark and like see if that's like a better experience or commute, but I always fly into JFK. And so JFK into the island Manhattan on, on good day, I will probably get there in like 40 minutes in a rideshare ride on very busy traffic, heavy days. Like when I'm flying out of the city, it's literally taking me an hour and a half just because of traffic. And so this has just like been my experience, like taking a ride share from the airport to the city. And so that's just something to be aware of, right? Like your cost and also your time. But once I'm in the city, I prefer to take the subway. And that being said, I, I have friends who live in the city, right? Like, so usually I'm like, riding around with them, but I have also gotten to the point where I feel comfortable enough during the daytime to just bop around the subway myself. Like I've seen my friend Karia use like, you know, just like Google maps to like, you know, decide which train to take, look at the train schedule. So I'm pretty comfortable with that, like, especially during the daytime, but at nighttime, if I'm attending an event or a show, or I grabbed like 
dinner and dessert with a friend kind of late. I will just take an Uber and Lyft just to be safe. Okay, friends, another cost to consider before you plan your New York Fashion Week trip is the cost of your outfits. So chances are you are going to want to, you know, show off your Fashion Week outfits. Um, If you are like a major creator, influencer, like Chris Lim or Ami Sung, I mean, I'm sure that outfits are like just gifted at this point and they're designer and, and maybe not, maybe they just have like, and I'm sure actually they have extensive, you know, closets um, that they can pull from and style from. And so um, the cost of outfits, friend, you can spend as much as you want, or you can, you know, be as budget friendly as you'd like, right? If you, I have seen creators just thrift outfits and they stand out because it's pieces that you cannot replicate it. For me, I use Rent the Runway because I want to save money on on outfits. And so I feel like when I use Rent the Runway, it's like you get to pull and try different designer pieces um, and just like mix up your wardrobe. And I feel like one thing I realized about New York Fashion Week is like anything goes. You can wear whatever you want in New York. People will not bat an eye because it's like one of you know the fashion capitals of the world, like so much fashion, culture, art, like happens in the city. And so you, if you show up in a ball gown, you show up in a ball gown. If you show up in a sulky dress, you show up in a sulky dress, like whatever you want, you can wear. So yeah, just something to be mindful of is the outfits. And again, you can save money, right? If you want to thrift uh, what you want to wear to shows, you can rent pieces, right? Newly rent the runway. There's great rental service, um, clothing rental service sites out there. Um, And then, yeah, you can also just pull from your closet and create unique looks in that way. All right, friends. So another major cost to be aware of is the cost of your hotel or Airbnb. Um, I feel like the hotel this past year was like my major cost. I have never like stayed in a hotel in the city until last year during New York Fashion Week. I have always crashed at friends' um, apartments. Um, I have like stayed with Karia. I've stayed with my friend Shivani um, in the city, like literally like, you know, shared the bed with them or like slept on their couch, you know, just to save money on, um, what's it called? On like the hotel expense. Um, And I think one time Maddie and I did split an Airbnb in Soho, but it was still like, pretty expensive. So last year um, for my hotel stay, I spent $1,900 to stay in the city. And again, that's like the most I've ever spent. Like that was like more than a week that Kari and I spent in Paris, like earlier or last spring. Um, So just be mindful. The cost of hotels in the city is very high. You can save money if you want to split the cost with friends. I feel like that's a great way to save money. You can also look at Airbnbs. Sometimes though, they're really like not that much cheaper if you factor in like the fees, like the cleaning cost um, compared to the hotel. Um, So just like explore, look at all the options. And like, and I recommend like, if you're wanting to go to fashion week again, like really like start to like look at this like minimum one to two months ahead of time because I think hotels book out and then also right yeah you just want to have like the most options possible 
Okay. So we went through the costs. We talked about flight. We talked about the cost of food, outfits, transportation, the hotel. Here are the things you want to do before you get to New York. I mean, I'm sure there's free spirits out there who just are like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to yellow it. I'll just find someone in the cities to stay with. I am not one of those girls. I'm one of the girls who's here to help you plan. And this is like the planning episode. And so here are the things you need to do before you get to New York. Number one is to book your flights and either your hotel or Airbnb minimum like one month beforehand. I say one month beforehand because the show schedule is usually not released until like a month before the shows actually start. So I have done it both ways. So last year when I went to Fashion Week, I waited for the show schedule to be released and then I booked my flights. So that was one month beforehand. I have also done it where NewYorkFashionWeek.com will or nyfw.com, they'll release the dates. They'll say, hey, Fashion Week is, and I don't know what the Fashion Week dates are, but say they'll say Fashion Week is from September 8th this year to September 12th, but they won't release the show schedule, right? And so you can just like look at that and be like, okay, so I want to be, I want to attend Fashion Week, you know, eight, nine, and 10. And then that's it. I won't attend like the second half of Fashion Week. So um, you'll book your tickets, you'll book your flights, and then basically they'll release the show schedule and then you'll see which shows that you can apply to get tickets to. I've done both ways. Um, it just depends, like, right, you're balancing your your budget, you're balancing if you need to take time off. Like when I attended Fashion Week my first few times, like I was requesting time off from work because I was still working my corporate job. Um, and so it just, there's like a lot of variables that depend depend on like when you can book that information. Another important thing to do before you get to New York is email designers to request tickets to attend the shows. Right when that schedule is released, they usually will release the press contacts. Again, you can find this at nyfw.com. They do not have the press contacts up right now because it is not New York Fashion Week season. Like they, there's not even an option to like see like which, you know, press contacts to email because they usually will like release an email list. I'm also going to go in depth about like how to, to, to do this, like how to actually like send a pitch email, like step-by-step in the next episode, but know that like, this is something I recommend doing prior to attending shows, like literally once they release that, that those press contacts, I would recommend like sending email inquiries to like request tickets because you're a creator or an influencer or photographer, you're considered quote unquote press. So you can request tickets. You do not have to pay for tickets to attend New York fashion week shows. That being said, there are other like fashion week events that brand themselves that, that are affiliate affiliated with New York fashion week, um, where there are paid events that you can go to. Cause people know that like people fly into fashion week from all over the world. And so there's like panels, there's just other brand events. Right. But for the most part, like to attend shows, like you just apply to, and you send an email as press and you request tickets. Another thing to do before you get to New York is to plan your outfits. Um, I I mean, maybe you're like, again, one of the girls who's like, I am just going to like throw a bunch of things in this bag and like whatever hits that day, like I'm just going to pull it together. 
I am not one of those girls. I'm a packing cube girl. Like I really am. I like need to like see which outfits I'm going to bring exactly. Um, because yeah, I just, I cannot like plan. I mean, I can, I'm sure I could do it, but I prefer to like plan my outfits out ahead of time. Another tip for you, another thing to do before you get to New York, I really recommend like scheduling a photo shoot before fashion shows start. You can schedule obviously your photo shoot when the shows start, but I feel like it gets too hectic. So I, if you want to like shoot at a specific site, so like say you want to shoot at Central Park, like look up the photographers ahead of time, like check out my friend Karia. She's a New York City style photographer. Um, like I recommend like sending her a note. She's based in New York, like seeing if she, if you could do just like even like a mini session with her, that way you have content to like post during the week. I feel like a lot of people, I mean, if you go with a friend, you can shoot each other's outfits, which is great. But if you are like wanting high quality photos that you can repurpose for your blog, Instagram, whatever, I just recommend like making the investment and scheduling like a mini session with a local local fashion photographer in New York. And then that way you have that content and you're not stressed about shooting content. Yeah. Cause I've seen girls be like, oh my God, like we've been attending shows all morning. We've been attending shows all day. I have not even shot any outfits and it's stressful to like, you know, try to go from show to show, try to eat in between and then like not even like be able to shoot any content yet. So I really recommend finding a photographer shoot before the show start, even if it's just one day beforehand. That way you have the content that you can post throughout the week. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about today, especially as like you're in this planning stage, right? I really recommend like picking one or two sites you want to see before you go to New York. It is such a great idea to shoot content while you're already in the city, especially if you've never been to New York. And the great news is like, even though like the flight costs money, food costs money, like the hotel costs money, you actually don't have to spend a ton of money to see the city, but you do have to be prepared to walk. I highly, highly recommend bringing, wearing a comfortable pair of shoes to explore the city in. And then if you're wearing a cute outfit, like put your pair of shoes in a tote bag. When I'm in New York, I always have like a cute purse and I always, always, always have a tote bag where I throw like other shoes in an extra dress and extra outfit so I can change like, you know, shoot different content if I want to, if I'm having like a content day in the city. Because yeah, that's just like, I guess there's two tips in one, right? Pick your sites and then bring a tote bag. So here are just like a few budget friendly things to do in New York City. Because again, I feel like I'm scaring you being like, hey, this is like an expensive city. Like just be aware, but there's still budget friendly things to do. Number one, walk around Central Park. It's massive, friends. Central Park is huge. I don't think people realize like how big Central Park is. Um, so, but it's like free to see. It's like one of my favorite things to see in the city. So highly recommend Central Park. Number two is wander through the New York Public Library. It's beautiful. I love New York, the New York Public Library. Number three is walk through Times Square. I know that's like a very... I don't know, touristy thing to do. But if you've never been to Times Square, I think it's worth it just to like walk around and like, I don't know, experience it, taking all the lights. 
Number four, grab a slice of pizza or a pretzel, um, cash only. I think there's, um, I think maybe there's a few that take card, but my sister and I, when we, when we went to see the Radio City Rockets, not last, was it last year or the previous year? I can't even remember. My sister really wanted a pretzel, like from one of the pretzel stands. And this guy was like, mm, this is like cash only. And I was very surprised, but makes sense. So make sure you have some cash. And then number five, walk on the Brooklyn Bridge. Um, you do not have to walk all the way across Brooklyn to like do this. Um, you can just like walk a section of the bridge if you're coming from the Manhattan side or walk a section of the bridge if you're coming from the Dumbo side on the Brooklyn side. Um, it's just like, I feel like a really iconic shot to see that. One of the spots that I do recommend, there's lots of places to like see beautiful views of the city. My go-to spot is the top of the rock. I think it's like 40 or $50 a ticket. I just recommend doing it if you are going to spend money to like see views of the city. Um, it's just like one of my favorite spots, classic, iconic New York spots, top of the rock at Rockefeller Center um, to see those city views. Also, it makes like for a great like photo shoot spot. I have taken photos there. I feel like every year, every year, every time I'm in New York, I go to the top of the rock and I take photos just because I love it so much. Um, so yeah, there's lots of like budget-friendly things to do in New York City. I recommend going to my blog if you want more tips and like more things to do in New York City for the first time. I mean, there's the Flatiron that you can visit, right? Um, there's other parks out there that you can also check out. Um, there's just a lot. The, the city is massive. You could spend like six months in the city and still be like, oh my God, like there's still so much to see and do. It's huge, um, especially compared to Seattle, right? Seattle's a very small West Coast city, like I think there's like maybe a million people in the greater Seattle area. New York's like what? Eight million? I have no idea. I need to look at my census, um, the census numbers. But anyways, friend, I hope you enjoyed today's like part one conversation about how to prepare for New York Fashion Week. We talked about the costs and things to do before you head out to New York. So hopefully this episode help, helps you plan, you know, your upcoming trip or a future trip um, to New York and New York Fashion Week. Stay tuned for part two when we're going to talk about just how to prepare for the shows and how to request tickets to New York Fashion Week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at MS Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group and we'll see you guys next time.